And you're always a part of this family. Welcome to Say That to Say This, Season 2, The Experience. Holla. What's up, y'all? It is Jason Watson. I'm here with Josh. We got some special people in the building with us. Welcome to The Experience. We are really excited about this podcast um, and what's been going on. If you were able to catch the last episode, man, it was a great time, and Today we have some special guests. I'm going to kick it over. Josh, how are you feeling today, man? Good, man. Good. Yeah, 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 man. Glad to be back on the podcast. Good to see uh, season two up. Uh, man, it's uh, it's good to be able to like just talk and share stories, man. This is, uh, yeah, it's a special time. So, yeah, glad you guys are here. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. So, um, someone I get to work really closely with, I'm not going to tell y'all how much she get on my nerves. You know what I mean? Um, it'll come out. It'll, it, come out. it'll come out a little later. But I do love this lady. I love her passion for the work that we do. Um, Genesis is a success coach uh, with Mission St. Louis, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and the work that she does. Um, so I'm Genesis. Um, I've been with Mission St. Louis since the weekend of Thanksgiving, 2019. 2020 was a little bit of a blur with everything pandemic-wise. Uh, but we basically work in the case management capacity with our participants. Uh, we make sure that they're able to get their day-to-day needs met as well as provide them with holistic training just so that they can become better when they leave out of the program and not just have a job but have skills that can help them for the long run. Now, Genesis don't play, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't, I'm telling you, she is no joke. Um, and you guys will meet, I'm sure Sarah will tell y'all that in a minute. But Genesis, talk to us about, like, your approach to the individuals that you work with. Um, while I know that you're stern and, you, you know, that's, that's not all you are. And I know you're that way for a reason. So just talk a little bit about why you play the role you play and how you interact with in individuals that come through the program. Um, so part of the sternness, as you listed, is just helping people reach their full potential. Yeah. Anything that they kind of have in mind in terms of goal setting, just helping them reach that to the best of their ability. So sometimes it requires an extra push just to get them to the next level. So for me, that's... Um, in-person classes, so that's getting to know them one-on-one because sometimes the person you're texting, sometimes the person on the phone is not the same person you meet in person. You can yeah. know a lot uh, or a better grasp of their personality mm. when they're in front of you, so that's one component of it. Doing weekly check-ins for people that are still within the classroom model just to make sure that everything's going okay. Are you coming to class? Is anything preventing you from doing anything? Do you have an emergency that popped up? Is something transitioned between Friday to Monday? that you just need to talk about so mm. that you can be in a better place just for you that really has nothing to do with goal setting and, you know, counting numbers mm. and things like that, just making sure that the person is in a better place. Absolutely. Even with that being said, Genesis, like, what brought you to this work? I mean, it's a lot of things you could do. You're obviously smart. Like, what made you get – this is not the field you get into because you want to be rich for the rest of your life, you know. So what brought you to this particular work? Um, so I got into nonprofit work by doing AmeriCorps initially mm. in Philadelphia. So after completing undergrad, I went over there um, just to do some work. And within my second term of AmeriCorps, some supervisors recommended that I actually pursue a master's degree in nonprofit management. Mm. So I had been doing nonprofit work just in my mind, not at an official level. So after I finished school, then I really felt like, okay, this is something I'm going to be doing. Solid. This season, we, we've really been just talking about like um, stories of change, success, 
Genesis, when, when this was thrown out, you were like, I got somebody right now. I know who it is. So uh, talk to us about how you, how you decided how you're going to bring this beautiful lady over here to your to your right and uh, and why we're sitting around this table. How did, how did Sarah's name pop up? Um, Sarah is well-rounded. I knew she would definitely be open to share <laughs> and have an excellent personality for the podcast. Um, but she's also had a lot of growth within the program, um, just transitioning from not working to transitioning housing to things, and then as well as finding employment. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of hit all of the major marks that our program aims to hit. So what's what's friendship look like between you two? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, you're a little stern, George. Everybody's just a little stern. <laughs> right. She's on my tail. Right. So check in with me as soon as she sees me. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, not lost contact with me, but just trying to make sure I'm fine. So tell us a little bit about you, Sarah. Tell us your, your name, where you're from. Give us a little background. Starting off, I'm, I'm Sarah. It's Sarah, Sarah Jackson, and I'm from St. Louis, Missouri area. Um, overall, me and my team, I moved to St. Louis City area, but in the younger days and the middle school, before high school, I would say, I was raised in St. Louis, North County. In group homes specifically, like I am from foster care. As far as parents, both of their rights were removed. So I'm accustomed to living within um, authority and then making all my decisions. Um, as far as getting far with success, it's hard for me. Um, but I do try. I went to several different Colleges. I, I um, have an education in, in high school. I went on to get a GED because I didn't finish high school. I got kicked out. So I did get my GED, though, so that lets me know I am capable and I was paying attention in yeah. school. Every test with GED, I passed the first try, and I instantly got my GED the same year I was in kindergarten. Right. Mm. So... Um, you know, I did pick up everything as far as teachers, how to teach, taught me how to write and make a, a paragraph to spell essays and the, you know, from the needs and the basics I did absorb. So mm. I'm now in a college course of biology that is extremely hard. <laughs> I don't think Very nobody likes biology. With a D and with me juggling that and everything else, um, that's pretty much my background. The main thing with me right now, I fight homelessness because of my parents' rights being removed. Mm -hmm. And I'm young. Don't have no stability. So that's the main thing with me and the stubborn judges that hinder me from being successful in the most um, cap the most way that I'm capable to be. Um, as far as me wanting to be alone and everything else, I just have a lot of alone time and just think about stuff. It just all. It's hard to all make into a, uh, maybe something to throw in the trash. It's hard. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I do have two kids with me now. I have three. My oldest with her dad most of the time due to uh, custody arrangements with a judge. So that's pretty much some of everything that I've mm. been going through since life started. So Sarah, like, you know, it seems like you've been through a lot. You've had a lot of experiences. Um, what keeps you pushing? Like, when it feels like 
Because to other people, some people couldn't handle half of what you done been through. Yeah. You know what right I mean? Now, I don't know. I, I feel like what keeps me pushing, I'm not just waking up every morning. I keep waking up every morning. Mm-hmm. So keep trying something different every day. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you know, it's crazy because I remember being in places and thinking like, man, like it just seemed like I'm wasting my time. Like I'm chasing my tail. And I think some of what kept me pushing was more and more realizing that I was valuable. You know what I mean? It, I had something to offer the world. I didn't know how to use it and say it in those words. You know what I'm saying? But your children love you. I'm sure it's other people who love you. You get on my nerves sometimes, but I'm sure it's other people who love you to death. But my point is that out of everything that you've been through, everything that you've experienced, like the smile you have on your face, the, the continual willingness to get up and go every day, like you should be encouraged that everybody don't have that in them. You know what I That's mean? Right. So right. Well, it's just what we see. Because mm-hmm. some people don't want to show people that they even have something valuable in them. Facts. Again, that could be from personal issues. Facts. If people let them down, people don't know how to pick themselves back up. They've yeah. never had the idea even or even given the idea what you just said. So I just feel like I am, as we all would say, blessed mm-hmm. that I do see something in me. Yeah, real talk. So when you got to Mission St. Louis, you connected. Um, How'd you find us? Okay, I found Mission <laughs> St. Louis. I found Mission St. Louis from walk. Uh, well, from taking my kids to a daycare in a certain neighborhood, and I seen a guy, and and I asked him, "Hey, where are you going?" He had on a suit, yeah. but the area was kind of weird for him to be walking on. He said he stayed over there, and he said he was coming from work, and he said he worked here at Mission St. Louis, and I'm like. Oh, you work. I need a job. That's how the job came. He said, well, try Mission St. Louis on Red Spring. I had never heard of this place as long <laughs> as it been existing. No no uh, center, even online, when you look at that, resources for different things, or like even skills, or uh, to network with a, a company, like an um, organization. It just don't show up. Mission St. Louis does it. I don't know if people try to not leave people here. <laughs> but as long as y'all been around, I've never been recommended to this place. Besides that guy, which is anonymous to us yeah. now. <laughs> Whoever this mystery dude is who's out there walking the streets sending people, keep keep doing it, man. We appreciate the we love. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. So he told you about the program, and um, you ended up coming up. And who did you meet? The first person I met. Actually, I think was Miss Genesis. She must have been wandering around, and I yeah. think they went from there. They do computer literacy where people came in that work in Mission St. Louis, and they actually just asked all our information and experience, the certificates, everything. They made us a resume within five minutes <laughs> <laughs> from scratch. <laughs> I was shocked. I'm like, well, these people have some skills. They have working here. No, I'm not kidding. From everything, the first name to uh, objective and everything, the lady made me a resume, a brand new resume from everything off the top of my head where I told her and my experience and just from that resume, I still use and I add stuff on top of it. Hmm. So, uh, you know, you, you spent some time, you're from St. Louis, kind of like been a little different parts of the uh, different parts of the city, uh, went through foster care system, you walked through our doors, was it the same experience that you had experienced in the, in, the, in the past. Did you feel anything different walking in this place? If I felt anything different, I'm here to say yes. Mm. Because 
as we spoke on earlier, Genesis. She just like usually people when they work with organizations, they're like, hey, um, here's thank you for a year, but they wait around for you to get back to them. You know, they don't have people to just sit there and actually reach out constantly to make sure you're still doing, you know, you're still working, you're still moving on. So here, it when that happened, even before, as far as leading us and, uh, you know what I'm saying, giving us the rules and then, you know, watching, giving feedback, bringing the volunteers in with um, real, you know, people experience of how they interview you and what they look for. It was just, it was real strategically thought out and to, to present it to people like us that we come in for nothing. We looking for help from, from y'all. And it really gave me a real life experience and like, you know, vivid. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just like boring. Um, I don't want to remember this. Like I don't even want to finish it. It was not like that at all. And the people that was here and hired, just, it made me want to keep coming. It did. Mm -hmm. It made me not want to not come to class and things like that, which I was very interested in. Yeah. But just, what just everyone was very caring and open and mm -hmm. wanting to know about you and what you can bring to yeah. the table, what we can, what they can offer us. Yeah, that makes a lot to yeah. us. I mean, I'm really thinking a lot through, like, what does that family setting need to look like, right? Like, mm -hmm. if we are going to we're going to be a part of changing our city. It's going to have to come through like these relationships and this family atmosphere. Right? And, and it absolutely, it absolutely does feel like that when you're um, actually socializing with everybody around you too. So the people that you guys hired, I feel like really, you guys really checked up on them and made sure that they were the people that said they were. Nobody, you know, got up under the right, the, right. <laughs> the with something, right. and then. You know, left y'all, you know. Yeah. So they didn't get one up on y'all, whoever y'all, all the people y'all had here. Mm. So you've mentioned a couple times about Genesis reaching out to you and the value of that. So talk to me, why was that important for somebody to be reaching out to you, following up with you, making sure you were okay? Like, what did that mean to you, and why was that so valuable to you? Yeah, it means, means to me that I would say... because you know that's what a family would do family would do is as far as you say you still with somebody for a year and then maybe you know what I'm saying some ways it can go as far as don't don't nobody contact you back it's like you gotta constantly go calling or maybe won't get get uh, through it's not the right time to call as far as that and being able to just wait for somebody to contact you that they said they, they with you for a year after you complete that they're gone it felt just feel like you know what I'm saying you part of something like you you um were invited to something that was uh the material was gave to you and it was true so it feel like you know what I'm saying I'm part of something a part of a family a part of an organization that's making sure I'm I'm okay after I left their program they mm -hmm. care it just yeah. makes you feel like people care about you and Genesis that's you right like I mean you were the reason Sarah came up is because you're just incredibly of her. What did, what did you watch? What did you get to experience in that season? So, in the season of I Heart the Season of Sarah. <laughs> 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 right, so, within the season of Sarah, she kind of came in, and I guess because, as she mentioned, she had some bad experiences with other places. Mm -hmm. So, 
it took a little while for her to kind of warm up and get engaged with that stuff. But once she started seeing what our program was offering, she was hooked. Mm. That's awesome. So tell us, went through, went through the program. I mean, um, first of all, you're successful, right? Like, it's it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to watch. And okay. so, uh, no so know that, right? Know that. Uh, okay. But the crazy thing is I had a chance to teach a couple classes with Sarah Pleasant, right? Yeah. She is a fireball, <laughs> by the way. Um, but even just genuinely, like, just sitting here, like, hearing you talk and yeah. communicate, like, know like it's just dope to see growth you know what i mean like just show like the way you communicating like all of those types of things like i'm definitely proud of you i know you're not where you want to be you know what i mean i know you still got a long way to go to where you want to get to but i'm proud of seeing where you are i'm proud of the woman that you becoming i'm sure genesis feels the same way but just as a man i wanted to be able to say that to you like those things are important it's valuable and it's noticeable you know you should be proud of yourself for that so tell us, tell us a little bit. Like, tell me where you're at now. Tell me, uh, kind of where you're, where you're dreaming. Um, what, what's happening right now? Okay, as far as now, today, and in the future. Yeah. <laughs> what it looks like for me, I would say. Again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, sometimes these are hard questions because anything happens in my life. Yeah. Things mm-hmm. happen. As far as me, um, you guys really just, you know, stroked my ego <laughs> and <laughs> gave me, you know, something to look forward to because people do see stuff in me yeah. and that I can probably sometimes get down on myself as hard and don't see in myself. So right now I'm participating in a, a new shelter called Lazy Nutrition and they're pretty easy going, but Sometimes with the shelters and stuff, you know, I can't really stand still. That's the problem with me. As far as if I don't like a certain type of environment, or it, it may even be as simple as things. I heard a mouth. Mm-hmm. It will run me off. Mm-hmm. Because I do have a vehicle, and then for some reason I move around so much in my life, I know there's another spot to turn away yeah. if mm-hmm. I don't like going. So, you know, that's kind of bad to say when I don't give a person a chance. But um, right now, it's just all over for me. So you have a vehicle. I did purchase a vehicle with the banks of, or with the, uh, what am I trying to say? With stimulus money. Yeah, with the help of the president. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so new whip. What kind of car is it? This is a 2001 Chevrolet but I know this week gets very small. <laughs> well, congrats on Very that. small. Is this your first core? Absolutely not. Okay. With with me being in child care, not child care, foster care, I did get some type of blessing from that that other people may have not got. I had driver's lessons from mm. being in foster care, and I have um, had other vehicles. I had other blessings from being in foster care. Um, just small ones or whatever, but it's still overall, it's not something I would rather choose to do. I would rather do with my family. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, as far as now, I just, I'm trying to take it day by day. My main focus is trying to get a, a housing mm-hmm. as far as even a Section 8 voucher, uh, vouchers to pay my rent until mm-hmm. my kids are 18 because that's the main um, 
that's the main road that's roadblock for me. That's mm-hmm. blocking me for success. Like I just I'm constantly going, ongoing. I don't have anywhere to sit down, finish a shelf down, and I'm in the shelf. So it's it's even hard for me to focus and even want to be interested in college or anything else, even wow. working because yeah. the foundation is it's like if I have a job, you know what I'm saying, I'm constantly going to a shelter. I constantly have to, you know what I'm saying, a shelter does provide you food throughout the day. So it's just not like you're alone, though. And it's just, it's hard when you're around all these people and they try to be sleeping next to these people. And I just don't like that kind of stuff. You know, I deal with it all my life. Um, Even as far as I'm going to take the house at some point, but in a house with two it's annoying how people come to me as far as cash management and stuff. Like, they don't ease up to me anymore. It's like people just coming over. Start talking. And I'm they don't going, treat you like a person. That's Yeah, that's the main mm-hmm. thing nowadays. People don't treat people like people. And they don't act like they don't have feelings and it doesn't exist. Oh, and people weren't exactly taught that. But as far as in the future, though, I really do see myself as a, a person that's making a way and and being consistent too, because mm-hmm. I do have skills that I know I have and or a, a blessing and not a curse and everything that's just a habit. You know what's interesting, man, that I think about like often, like you know, for people that don't know what it means to go through certain things or have certain experiences, some people don't know what it is to grow up in foster care. You know what I mean? They don't know what it means to be in a situation where you have to live in a shelter. I've had to live in a shelter. They don't know the feeling of what it means to not have your own bedroom or not have your own place to go to. So I say all that to say that, you know. You can ask somebody something. They don't know. Absolutely. They don't know the feeling of those things. So sometimes when you haven't been in those situations, we can tend to judge people a particular way. Because we feel like, well, you have, you could be doing this or you could be doing that. But they don't know the trauma that's associated with going through certain things. I say all that to say this, like just to, again, to encourage you, no matter where you find yourself, like always remind yourself that you have the ability to go to that next level. You know what I mean? Always remind yourself that where you are doesn't have to be where you stay. You know what I mean? And you may find yourself in a situation and wonder why you in that situation, wonder why that... Sometimes I used to just feel like, why I have to be me? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But it's those same things that kind of made me who I am today. So one day you're going to arrive at some place that Sarah didn't even know she was going, <laughs> and you're going to be like, Dad, I straight made it to this place. And all everything that you've experienced, whether that's, you know, you going through foster care, whether that's living in a shelter or whatever the case may be, it's going to be somebody you're going to speak to, and you're going to speak to where they are, because you've been where they are. You know what I mean? And it's a different feeling when somebody talking to you that relates to your experiences rather than read your experiences from a book. So one day your experiences is going to encourage somebody else to keep pushing. You know what I mean? So I just want to encourage you now because now you need to be encouraged. Eventually you're going to be encouraging somebody else. So just be encouraged that where you are is not where you will stay. You know what I mean? you have one thing to say to people that are listening, what would you say to them? We, we just need to slow down. Mm. Sometimes we need to slow down. Mm. And uh, 
what do you do with your brain if you sleep? And write down what you think and so you don't forget it. That's what mm. I want to say. And God bless America. <laughs> oh, go. Oh. Well, thank you so much for, for, for taking your time out, yeah, for sharing your for story. Sure. I know it's not easy to share your story, you know what I mean? And it takes a lot of courage to get on a microphone and talk about what you've been through. So thank you for that. We don't take that for granted. We don't take that lightly because your story is yours. To well, do what you choose as you're saying that, I think I gained the skills of from Mission St. Louis to have more courage. So again, thank you all for having us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Genesis. Thank, thank you to Sarah for, for your time. Making existence. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all, y'all come see Genesis too. She's she's not mean. She'll handle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely do. Absolutely. So thank y'all for joining another episode. We will see y'all next time, man. And make sure you stay plugged in. If you want to learn about more of our programming, feel free to visit missionstl.org. And there you can see Genesis' amazing face on the front page.